Seriously, I want to know. How you doing? You know what? All right. That ain't bad. That that really ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. But you know what? I want you to get higher. I I don't that's not good enough, okay? Let's be great together. Here's how we're going to get you there. Tonight, it's me, Dan Kiefer, and my guy Justin Trees here to do what? That's right. We're going to do a little talking football. We got Tree Sivia. We got a bunch of college football lines we're going to go through. And I want to thank you for coming with us. Justin, how are we doing? Not too bad, man. No Austin tonight. He's uh prepping for a golf tournament. Uh, he sent us an image of uh, his driving range, and it looks like absolute dog shit. So happy! I'm happy that he's having fun, though. So uh, apparently in Missouri, if it rains a little bit, they just stop mowing lawns, stop fertilizing it, all that. So, but I'm happy for him. So enjoy hitting those balls and doing your thing, Austin. So I wasn't gonna say shit. Because he said his uh, driving range was like $6 or something like that. Yeah. Do you know how much my local driving range is? Yours? I'm I'm legit going to guess like $3. So for uh, $10, you get three tokens that are three buckets of balls. And yeah. it's like a funny shaped like coin that you put in the slot and, yep. and yeah, yeah. drops the balls out. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's pretty sick. That's but you gotta be careful because it's not a joke. If you uh, if you slice it, you will put it in a cornfield. Not a joke. What's the problem with that? No, no. I'm just saying, like you know. Oh, but it's funny. Like you don't the ball's know. just gone forever. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, um, our uh, our local course is a uh, nine holes. Twenty bucks gets you nine holes and a cart. Yeah, that's solid right there. <laughs> it ain't a bad deal. I will tell you that it's not the prices of golf here in Utah. You mean it's cheaper in Utah? That's insane. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I really <laughs> wish it was. So, all right. Like you said, we're going to dive into some Trisivia, and then we're going to do some, some betting stuff on college. Kind of give you guys summary. we got a few more weeks until we take our summer break, and then we'll come back locked and ro- loaded for the season try to pass what we did last year on our gambling stuff. Uh, we had a very good year last year. We'll try to continue to do that. So let's go into some Trisivia. Um Dan, I'm going to do a couple today just because why not? Let's I know. Hey, let them, let, let them rip. I, uh, this I can't one, wait. This one you may have already heard. Like This one's been popular here and there. Um, but then I started looking into it and again, I was like, Patrick okay, Mahomes dad played baseball. Uh, oh man. True. Okay. So <laughs> name, name an active Kansas city quarterback whose dad played in the major leagues. Yeah. Alex Smith. <laughs> um, <Wrong>. so <laughs> here's another thing. I don't want to talk about Jackson Mahomes. Cause I just don't want to get into it, but like, I also want to say like, this is why I don't understand when fan bases follow and obsess over players, family members, slash wives. Like everybody in Kansas City loves following Jackson and Brittany Mahomes. And I've always found that super strange because, like, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, why do you follow them? Because you're a football fan and. The quarterback knows this person, so you need to follow them. Like I don't get it. But like, yeah, I don't, like even players. Like, pull back the curtain here. Some of the players that you can like because they're really good on the field 
might not be somebody you want to have a beer with. Like Facts. some of these guys are just dickheads. Yeah. Like, and there's I a lot of really Patrick great guys. Did. Obviously like Patrick seems like a great guy. Great. Uh, you know, he's always given a charity. There's a lot of good people, but at the end of the day, for every one of them, there's probably a Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's wow. That's a wild take there, but yes, you're right. That, I mean, you're probably accurate. Anyways, I just want to say that because you brought that up and I was like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to say this anyways, mainly because even more news came out on Jackson the last couple of days of him just be like, basically like, ma- demanding that he goes into like that, the office of that bar and like, don't come in here. Like I own this bar basically now because I'm here. Like not like I don't physically own it, but I'm here and I'm so important that you listen to me, to the cor- to the workers and stuff. Anyways. We'll see what happens with that. So, which that. goes back to everyone, you should know this rule. It's very simple. Don't be a dick. Be it's a good, good human being. It's a good rule. It's pretty simple. It is. Like, don't steal money from people. Don't, like, do bad things to people. Like, it's very simple. Life, life can be really it's, easy. Yeah, right. When you break it down, it's not that hard. <laughs> I love it. All right. Teresa, yeah, let's go. Can you tell me the two leading receiving yard players from ages 40 and up in the NFL? Like current or like all time? All time. Who I'm has the say most receiving yards at 40 One's got to be Jerry Rice. He is number he one. he forever. He is number one at four, or sorry, at 2,509 receiving yards post 40. Um, there can't be that many that played after 40. Uh, is he, can I get like, is this like a person that like you and I probably watched play or is this like night train lane from 1947? I will tell you, we have for sure watched this guy play. Is it T.O.? No. Cause he, he did once again, he did the long career thing where he like, he was in Buffalo and Cincinnati, but, but he was out before 40. Hmm. Is it is it is it a wide receiver? No. Oh, okay, my next guess was going to be Jimmy Smith. Uh, over forty makes me feel like it's probably a tight end. Take some guesses. Jay, yeah, like I want. It's not Antonio Gate. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. No. Also, Damn, did not like that was play forty. He didn't. Receiving leader. There's probably like three total people in this damn category because nobody plays till they're 40. Is it Tom Brady? It's Tom Brady. Let's go. That is, That's awesome. That's awesome. It is Tom Brady at number I'm two. I'm really proud of myself. Do you know one know how many yards he has? Like 12. Six. Kind of boy. There are two players over 40 that have receiving yards, Jerry Rice and Tom Brady. I, it, I, was, I was like, I'm I'm overthinking this. I'm definitely overthinking this. This is uh you next really? guess was gonna be Brett Favre. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, okay. The New England Patriots in their first ever Super Bowl lost by a score of 46 to 10. So that's minus 36 point differential. Mm-hmm. They've now got on to play a lot more with Tom Brady. We all know that. Yep. What do you think their point differential is? Negative total. or positive? Total. Is. Total. With all um, their Okay. So here's the thing is a lot of their Super Bowls, they won nail biters, right? It was always like Brady going down, death by a thousand cuts. 
and then insert miraculous moment here. So you said they started out as negative 36. Correct. I wanted to set the bar there so you understood like with sure right yeah a little little handicap there i'm gonna go negative even though they've won six i believe i'm gonna go negative eight no you can't guess again is it a positive number i'm not gonna tell you i'm not giving you any more hints you gotta find uh negative 27 no the number is still negative 36 Oh, no shit. Yes. Damn. Here, I thought I was like being hot takey saying it was a negative number. No. But, you know, like I said, there are a lot of close games, and, you know, they did lose Super Bowls as well. Exactly. So, like, I feel like every Super Bowl they won, like, if you average what the scores of Super Bowls they won, it's probably like four and a half. Exactly. Yeah. And then they, yeah, and they've lost some. So, anyways, all right. Um, this one is not like this one, I. It's a fun fact that I actually just found out yesterday. So I'm not, it's not really like a you guessing thing, but just wanted to talk about it. So the salary cap, we've talked about the salary cap. We're going to have our salary cap episode at some point. So did you know that the salary cap only counts against the top 51? 53, yeah. Yeah. 51. Top 51 players. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is why like a lot of, you see a lot of teams making moves right now. And they're like, oh my God, they don't have any money. How'd they do that? And it's because that would be a bottom or like that player would be, they make less than the 51st player on their roster. So technically it's like a gray area right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who is not in the top 51 of their team? Um, I don't know. Brock Purdy. No shit. Starting quarterback. You know, seventh seventh round player, second year. Yeah. Yeah, so literally Mr. Irrelevant starting quarterback for an NFL team is not counting towards the salary We cap don't know team. if he's the starter yet. He was the starting quarterback last year and led them to the I guess that's fair. So hey, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know this. Other people may not. They may. I really like chat GBT. It's just I nerd out on it. I like to chat GBT. I it's, don't know what that is. Okay, of course you don't. So, anyways, sorry everybody who's just not is tech it, friendly. Is it is it an app? It's AI. It's AI. Yeah. So like you can literally type something oh. in and it, like it'll do anything for you. Like it's so, going to take people's jobs basically in the tech world. So it's so it's like the Snapchat AI, but useful. Yeah, like literally, I could type in whatever I want. Like I could be like, write me, write me a five-page document on alligators versus crocodiles and it will do it within seconds well dude i know that okay whatever alligator will see you uh oh my god a crocodile see you after a while you're so dumb i i hate you an alligator will see you later so anyways if you guys don't get that it's because of their eyes so anyways it's fine so i did i did chat gbt i did chat gbt um and I did, who are the top wide receivers? Because we did last time, we did, you know, top highest paid mm. quarterback. So I was just like, well, let's do top wide receivers. And I just kept going like year by year. And so finally, I just stopped at like 2013. So from like basically from since 2013, let's go with like, who who do you think the top 10 wide receivers are according to Jet, chat GBT? In earnings. 
Not in earnings, just the top. Just the top ones. Just like the best best. receivers since 2013. Uh, I'm going to put Tyreek Hill's got to be up there. Tyreek Hill's not even on the list. This is a stupid list. It is. Get your shit right. Is Randy Moss still on there, like, for no fucking reason? No, he's not. (laughs) Do you want me to Um, read it to you? Do you want me to just read it? No, I want to guess two more. I got to get one. Like, in my head, this is not a guess, by the way, but in my head, I'm like, dude, Eric Moles. No, 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 no. Is Devontae Adams on there? Is Devontae Adams on this list? Because he's been good for, you know, he's like 31, 32 now, so he's been good for, you know, like eight years. You're right, and he is not on the list. This is a stupid list. I'm just going to get mad about this list. I can tell already. Um, I'm actually shocked you haven't named Is Antonio Brown on there? Yeah, he's number two. Okay. All right, you can read me the list now, and I'll tell you how wrong it is. Number one, Julio Jones. Yeah, okay, that's fair. See, I have I told you my Julio Jones thing? I'm sure you have, but tell us more. So, so here, here, here's my problem with Julio Jones, and I hate it because Julio was an absolute alien coming into the league, right? And in our my original Dynasty League, because everything goes back to fantasy football and how it brings you pain, I got eliminated basically by Julio Jones four straight years. Okay? And I'm like, this hurt? is... No, 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 no. Like, I played the team that had him. He was on, like, two different teams. And every year, I played the team with Julio that had Julio Jones in the playoffs, and he'd go off. Yep. Okay? So, finally, one year, I'm like, you know what? This is it. Whatever. We're, like, at midseason. I'm like, here we go. I'm going to make a push. I'm getting fucking Julio Jones. Okay? Guess what year that was? The year that he started getting hurt. Uh, Yeah. So, I traded a first-round pick for Julio Jones. The next that weekend, he hurt his ankle, didn't play again the rest of the season. I gave a first round pick for him. Hate to see it. And then after that, the year after that was when he got traded to the Titans, and it just he just never played again. Yeah. And like I just took that first round pick and lit it on fire. Yeah. So my Julio Jones opinion is very tainted. That's fair. All right. So one is Julio Jones. You know Antonio Brown is number two. DeAndre Hopkins is number three. Interesting. Michael Thomas is number four. This is now a dumb list. Calvin Johnson is number five. Too low. Odell Beckham Jr. is number six. Way too high. Larry Fitzgerald is seven. Too low. Love Larry. Yeah, but like you got to think about it. Since 2013, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald hasn't played for three years. Right. Eight is A.J. Green. It's interesting. Nine was, I could hear that. I feel like AJ Green got overlooked a dude, lot. He, he was elite until he got that one injury. He went like nine straight years with over a thousand yards. Yeah, I know. I'm saying like I feel like he, yeah. he he's been overlooked because of the Calvin Johnsons totally. you know, of the world. Yeah. Nine, uh Damaris Thomas, R.I.P. Um, wow, yeah, there's a throwback. Yeah. And then ten, Adam Thielen. <laughs> That's why I had to do the list because when that when I saw user, that I just laughed. User, user, uh, user one four eight seven three two Vikes for life is yeah. absolutely thrilled. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, anyways, I would not be using ChatGPT for uh, any sort of rankings ever. Is what I'm getting at. So, I thought that was fun. Um, oh my god, that's awesome. I have one more, but I'm gonna just uh... actually we'll just do it. 
How many teams do you think in the NFL have never been to a conference championship game? Never been. Not one, but never been. Never been. to a, And I, honestly, okay. you don't even have to tell me the amount. You can just name off who you think has not. Okay, so I'm going to say the Texans, but that's mainly because I don't think they're going to count the Oilers, you know, that kind of thing. So the Texans have not. You are correct. Um, I'm trying to think of like teams that haven't. There can't be that many. They really can't. Of course, you're putting me on the spot. And I'm like, okay, the Cardinals made a run to the Super Bowl. We know the Jags have been there. The Panthers went to a Super Bowl. You know, going through the divisions, the Raiders have obviously won a couple championships. The Chargers have gone to a Super Bowl, got freaking waxed by the Niners. Yep. Um, Patriots have been to one or two. The Jets have won a Super Bowl. The Bills lost a lot of Super Bowls. Hee, hee, hee. Have the Bengals been to a championship game? Yeah, they also got smacked by the Dude, they played in a Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 Um I feel like there's probably like one more. There is zero more. It is only the oh. Houston Texans. Wow, look at me. Look at you go. So that's interesting. Oh. Like, do you think do you think Houston is on a path to get to one though? No. Like, do you think there's just too too much stacked against them right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, like we talk about all the time, the AFC is so much better than the NFC. It's an absolute bloodbath between, you know, Burrow, Mahomes, and then even in their own division. Even the division, you got to go through Trevor Lawrence now, and all the other teams are on the are on the upswing. Indianapolis yeah. took the guy that Houston, in my opinion, should have taken, because if you're going to take a quarterback that high, swing for the fences and take an alien. But, awesome. you know, but... Houston does have things good, you know, good things in place. I think they have a good coaching staff. The front office seems to have got it together, right? Right yeah. the ship, if you will, a little bit. You know, they brought in an offensive line. Uh, so, you know, it's not like they don't have anything going for them, but I just don't know when you could say, you know, right now that they have a path to make it. Exactly. That's a problem. Well, that's the, sad. The AFC is just too stacked. I'm not even saying they're doing the wrong things. I'm just saying that, like, I just don't ever see how they are going to be able to get past Mahomes, Lamar, Rodgers for even a couple of years. Obviously, Herbert, Lawrence, Tua, right? Like, everybody. Yeah, baby. So, all right, cool. That does it for true saving. There's one more, but I actually want to save it for when Austin's here as well. So, That's let's fair. dive into some... College football. College? Yeah, I think you know what? Let's start with some over-unders for wins. I'll give them to you. You're usually pretty good on the beat for uh college football. Obviously, we know you waxed us last year in the betting. So we're gonna talk a little bit about some over-unders for win totals. Maybe we'll dive in and each talk about like uh you know who the favorites are in each conference and then uh, finish up with a little Heisman talk, maybe a little national championship talk once we uh break everybody down. So the first team, a team you were on last year, super hot and heavy. The Tennessee Volunteers, where would you place their over-under for wins? Yeah, they lost a lot, so that's the problem here. They lost basically their entire offense by losing offensive linemen, obviously their quarterback. They've lost their receivers. They do like their, I guess, was their backup quarterback in Milton. Um, But it's the SEC that's pretty tough. I want to say it's either seven and a half or eight and a half. Uh, my gut's going to tell me seven and a half. 
nine and a half. That's way too high. They're not winning nine. They're not. <laughs> okay. I'll take I'll take the under. And I and I like Tennessee. Like I right. That's why I brought them up. Too, uh, so yeah. Uh, here's a team that I think is going to be very exciting this year. Is the Washington Huskies a little Pac-12 action for you? Where you got them at? Um, everybody is super high on them, and they're going to be good. I will I will put them at nine and a half wins. Not bad. Not bad. They are at nine. Okay. Yeah. So not too bad. Uh, how about the Oklahoma State Cowboys? Ooh. So they lost their quarterback Sanders, right, to the transfer porter mm-hmm. or portal. 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 It's okay. We know what you meant. Yeah, okay. yeah, we're, knew, we're friends yeah. here. We're friends here. I can speak. Um, but the Big 12's not that great. Honestly, I'm gonna put him at probably seven and a half. Six and a half. I was gonna say. Can we talk about how far how far they've fallen in like the last three years, dude? Two years ago, they were like almost winning the national championship. They were like a top ten. They were a consistent top ten team. Yeah. And they just well, it's probably why their coaches, you know, actively applying for other jobs. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Okay, we're gonna get a little Big Ten action here. Okay. Fresh, fresh face, new front office. Things things seem to be going right. The Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yeah, but I think I think they're going to be smart about this, them being Vegas, but they do play some easy teams at the start. Well, let's go with – my gut tells me four and a half. I'm going to say five and a half, though. Six. Okay. So is that Six, five, which I don't think is a terrible line. I think they get some uh, non-conference wins, and maybe I, they – maybe they, I, they, they feel like a team that could catch you on a bad day. I remember seeing their like non-conference schedule, and I was like, they might be able to win out on a lot of those. So, yeah, okay, cool. Six, I said five and a half. We'll do uh, we'll do two more, and then uh, we'll hop into some conference talk here. But yeah. uh, team I want to talk about, team that we loved betting on last year, the Kansas Jayhawks. Yes, yes. Um, they brought back a lot of people, but do people actually believe in Kansas? I feel like I've said the number a lot, but I'll go seven and a half. Six and a half. Okay. All right. All right. Last one. We could not talk about college football without mentioning the Purdue spoiler makers. New coach hired the defensive coordinator from Illinois, brought in Hudson card to play quarterback. Lost all American, all everything. Punt return to kick return to wide receiver, Charlie, Chuck, sizzle Jones. They gotta, be tough they gotta be they gotta be six. They're five and a half. Yeah. Yep. They're five and a half. All Makes right. Sense. Speaking of the big ten, the West Division, who you got to win? This is not loading. Sorry, are you gonna re- sorry, I don't know if you're reading off the teams to me or well, I was going to, but it, it's not loading, so that's real, real freaking awesome. This All good. Great. All good. I got I got it. So the West, the West is the Wisconsin, Nebraska, Northwestern, mm-hmm. Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, Purdue. And I'm going to call it Homer because you're a Wisconsin boy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Wisconsin. Um I do think Iowa gives them the run. I really do, but I'm gonna go with Wisconsin to win that division. Okay, so I'm right there with you, obviously. I gotta take, gotta take Bucky. I mean, even though it's spring practice. Things did not look awesome. Either the defense is really good or the offense is really bad. One of the two. But it's, everything's new. Everything's new. So, yeah. Yep. Okay. And then the east side, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's – man, this one's 
I mean, this is the division that just is so hard, right? Because you got Michigan, you got Ohio State, and you got Penn State. And Penn State's obsessed with this quarterback coming in. Um, and they have like their left tackle stayed. They did lose, you know, some some key players on that team, um, offensively and defensively, though. I like I kind of like want to say Penn State, but I'm gonna go with. I mean, it's hard not to go with Michigan because they've just routed Ohio State the last couple of games, but I'm going to go with Ohio State. So here's the crazy thing is I didn't think you were privileged to know about Penn State, and I think it's going to be Penn State. And I think I'm glad somebody else feels this way. I think there's a chance that Penn State is the college football playoff team. Liddy was thinking this last night, so I'm I th- glad. I really think this. that. Okay, so wow, our our Nittany Lions all of a sudden our too. Nittany Lions right? all of a sudden. So yeah. our Atlanta Falcons and our our Penn and Nittany Lions, and which so, is crazy because I hated them the last couple of years because of Sean Clifford. Clifford, yeah, I mean, he he was just, I mean, and Singleton Singleton <laughs> is coming coming in as a sophomore. They got some running. studs. They got some studs in the running back room. Yep. I mean, you know, they always have good receivers. Defense is going to be good. Manny Diaz did a hell of a job of that defense. I think yeah. Penn State's going to be good. Yeah. So one thing I'm upset about is they've already announced their whiteout game. Oh, too early. Not only is it too early, it's against Iowa. I don't like it. Ew. I, yeah. Okay, so yeah, never do like a special game when you play Iowa because that's like – activating Iowa's superpower. Yeah. Yep. Like, it, it sounds silly, but it is. Some teams just like get off on being a spoiler. And Iowa's never going to be good enough under their current regime to be like an actual contender. So they're always the spoiler team. Yeah. The tough out team. Yeah. Always. Exactly. Yep. Damn. That I'm sucks. Uh jumping over to the Pac 12, I think the resident favorite would be USC for every reason except the fact that they've gotten absolutely bullied by Utah the last two years. Yeah. we People forget them. Utah's won back-to-back Pac-12 championships. Nobody's talking about it. Yep. And they basically brought back them. Like they brought back so many pieces. Like mm-hmm. we lost, we lost Clark Phillips is going to be a huge thing. We obviously lost Kincaid first round tight end, but we're bringing the back Brand Keithy. Keithy, baby. Exactly. Like, um, and we just got a transfer wide receiver from uh, Florida State. So we're getting some athleticism there. Um, but I get it. Like, And again, we already talked about Washington. That's why they were at whatever, nine, nine and a half, uh, whatever they were. I can't remember exactly. Um, and they're, they're bringing back a ton of talent. You have Oregon there. UCLA is still there, even though they lost a ton. Oregon State all of a sudden last year was really good, and they brought in. Uh, they were fun uh, last year. They were yeah. legitimately fun last year. Yep. Um, and you're not going to mention any other teams in the mountain area as a dark horse uh, to see. win the Pac-12. Let's see. For sure, not bringing up Arizona State, and I for sure am not bringing up that other team from Boulder. Um, <laughs> so. Um, actually, one of my favorite bets right now is smashing the under on Colorado. Like at four I, wins. Yeah, like, I I so, I okay. see him at four and a half. Like I'll smash the under four and a half. Let me talk about Fox 
putting Colorado on for a national broadcast. Like, I think it's I, Colorado is a great offseason hype team. Yep. They're going to get wiped against TCU. Yeah. Freaking TCU. Yeah. TCU. Gonna, yeah. It's going to be. You had to set that line right now. Where do you put it? Because uh, I have a number in my head. I think. Okay. What it I, starts with what, a two. What, okay. So, what I think it's going to be 17 and a half. What I think it should be, probably 22 and a half. Okay. I had 21 and a half. Yeah. I think 21 and a half is a nice number to put it at. Yeah. But I, I think I think the public money is gonna get it down to like a 14 and a half game. And I'll tell you right now, smash. smash. Yeah. Smash, <laughs> smash the yep. shit out of that. Exactly. It's going in the parlay, folks. It's going in the it parlay. It, it absolutely is. So this is what I'm gonna say for the Pac 12. I think USC is a lock to make it to the Pac 12 championship again, as long as obviously Williams stays healthy. And then I truly believe it just comes down to Utah versus Washington. So uh, they play on November 11th at Washington. I think that game is going to decide on who makes it to the Pac-12 championship to face USC. Right. Yeah, and I think you know we see, we make the jokes about it. You know, the Pac-12 is going to Pac-12. They're going to eat themselves alive. But it seems like the main culprit of that every year is Washington. Yep. So they can find a way to not get trapped early in the season against a Oregon state against a, you know, a Washington state, these teams who seem to catch Washington and keep them away from contention. Washington could be a serious problem for USC and Utah, which I think would be be. like, I I know you're Utah fan. I'm saying like, but I enjoy new teams getting into the championship games. Totally. So I think, you know, Utah got back to back. That makes great t-shirts, great apparel. Let's just take a year off, whatever, you know, Hey, it's fine. And uh, yeah, I think uh, right now for betting, I think Washington at plus four hundred is a fun bet. Yeah, I it'll agree. be a hell of a ride. I don't think it, I don't I won't call it smart money, but I think it'd be fun money. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean I don't agree with the, like Utah taking a year off because yeah, like hell no. But like we waited our <laughs> turn. Like it's it's our turn to run this for a little bit. So um, yeah, that's it. All right, uh, we'll do Big Twelve real quick. Texas is last year. Oklahoma's last year. Yep. I think this is like, and I hate to do this, but I feel really good about just taking Texas and calling it now. I think it's like, going to be it, a, a Texas versus Kansas State. I could see that. I could see that. Maybe Baylor gets it together and gets hot. They do that every now and then. Uh, but I think it's going to be Texas for sure. So, and yeah. Yep. I'll let you know about Baylor after week two when Utah goes there because I just I need to see what they what they can do against a team like Utah like that. Yeah, that's I think that like sets the tone for their entire season. Uh, flipping things to what is probably going to be one of the better conferences to watch this year in terms of competitive nature, top to bottom. The ACC we have Florida State as the favorite. You guys might remember towards the end of last year we were hinting that hey next year Florida State. Might go on a ride, boys. We've yep. seen it in the Heisman uh, polls where Jordan Travis is a guy that I I remember texting you in January, being like, "Next year, Jordan yep. Travis Heisman lock up the future." And yep. now we look, and he's like second or third in the odds. Yeah. Yep. So and I'm going was, Florida State. I'm going to ride him this year. Can't yeah, wait. And I love Cade uh, Lubnick, um, the quarterback for Clemson. I actually, mm-hmm. I kind of like him as a dark horse for. 
for the Heisman. Um, so if you're a dynasty football player, just watch the ACC this year because totally. Jordan Travis, Drake, and Klubnik all in one conference is going to be awesome. Yeah, exactly. And um, who else am I? There's somebody else. Who else am I thinking? Did Slovis transfer again, or Slovis still at Penn State? I think State? he was in the portal, but he might have just gone back to Pitt. I don't remember if he – I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to look up news. Like, Oh, I guess I should have known this. He transferred to BYU. <laughs> hey, oh, no shit. Yeah, just down the street from wow. me. So, welcome, um, uh, welcome, little brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, otherwise, welcome. Well, like, I like Pitt. I, mean, I like Pitt. Uh, what I'm getting as I like Pitt. Like I didn't really care who their quarterback was. Like I think Pitt is just going to be a solid team. Yeah, and uh, let's not forget Miami, Miami does have Van Dyke, who was a QB guy until Crystal Ball got there. Exactly, and their their defense is nasty. So, mm-hmm. like Pitt and Miami let down last year a lot. Like they both were like talked about as like possible playoff teams, and they both kind of shit the bed. Uh, I could see both of them kind of recovering. Yeah. All right. Last one for the conferences because it just means more, man. It just means more. The SEC. This might be the only conference that has negative odds for the winner right now in Georgia. Yeah. So, I mean, there are we just taking, are we just taking like at this point, has Georgia got to prime Alabama dynasty status where it's just an automatic, just lock it in. Well, did you see their schedule this year? It's like the easiest schedule I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like especially out of the conference. Um, so they're easily winning the East. Like there's no question about that. And then there's the West, right? And a lot of people are like, okay, I, a lot of people are on LSU right now. Um, I think this might be Alabama's down year. Um, I still kind of think Alabama finds a way to pull it out. I think Alabama losing to LSU last year is going to be the thing that like triggers them to like take off again. So I'm going to take those two, and it's hard to go against Georgia. I mean, I I it hate is. it. It's so chalky, but like it's just it's hard to do it. I think this is the year I back off the lane train. Um, I like to get hyped up about Lane Kiffin because his plays are really fun to watch, and Ole Miss has bomb ass uniforms yeah but uh i i mean i'd love it but i just don't think it's feasible they might beat bama this year which would be really really cool uh like you said bama's on a down year but ultimately i just don't uh i just don't think the ceiling's there for him this year yeah absolutely all right last thing we're going to talk about tonight is the national championship itself since we're only seven months out Give or take. That actually might be right. Look at me. Uh, I'm going to put a little disclaimer on this. You can't pick Georgia. Yeah. Okay. Because that there's still plus money, but you can't pick Georgia. In fact, let's give our, let's give our four teams and then do the winner. Okay. So I'm going to go Georgia, which I know I have them in the four, but I'm not picking them That's to fine. win, it's fine. right? It's fine. Because they're, I think they're going to make it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick Georgia. Can get our boys Penn State, hashtag our Nittany Lions. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a Big Ten representative. I think in, in the world I'm living in, USC is playing Washington in the championship, and USC is going to win that game. 
Okay. okay. So then my fourth seed comes down to either Florida State or Texas, I guess, technically. And I'm going to put Florida State in. I'm going to put Florida State in. Those are my four. And if right. I can't pick Georgia, you know, I'll you give your four and then we'll talk about it. All right. Um, Georgia. Man, this is really hard, man. This is really Do hard. It. Do it. Um, pick Notre Dame, coward. No, I'm going to go Georgia. <laughs> I just like, sorry, it just hurts my stomach to even think about USC. But I also don't, I truly don't know if Utah can win again. Like, we, I like USC, you know, the only thing that's in their locker room right now is the two losses, like to us. Like, that's, that's the only thing. That's uh, let's not I, forget about their loss to Tulane, the to Green Tulane. Wave. Totally get it. I get it. No disrespect. Better the year. Better the yeah. fucking year. It was it was? Imagine, imagine not being imagine, on that train. Imagine taking USC. Yeah, could not be us. <laughs> could not be us. Um, and we'll do this again once we get closer. But for now, I will go with. I'll go with Georgia. I'll go with USC. Um, I'll go with and you went with Texas and Penn State, right? Uh, I went Florida State and oh, you went Penn Florida State. State. I just feel like Texas is going to just mess it up somehow. Somehow. Well, like, so here's the thing: is like they're going to want Texas in. They are absolutely. They're going to want Texas in because then that build for the following year is Texas That's national SEC. championship. You know, player coming to the SEC. Yep. It just means more. It just means more. Okay, like I'll ride. I'll ride with our. I'll ride with our Penn State. I mean, I guess the only difference. I'll go. I'll go with Texas. So the only difference okay. is you have Florida State and I have Texas. Yeah. God, All right. So, so I guess like, to say Michigan or Ohio State. Like, it, is, could, it is. But like, if, but, so, so if this happens, and if you had the cr- crazy part is in this field, if we cannot pick Georgia, which I think in this field, which is insane because these are all teams that we had going to the conference championship, I think Georgia walks them. I do. I think oh, Georgia, yeah, Georgia would every teams. single one of these teams. So if we have to pick like our who would we want to play Georgia? It might be Florida US, State. USC. Is it USC? Just it's because that, it's that with Caleb Williams, the, you have that, that you have that yeah, chance. You have a quarterback who can do anything. You have that chance. Like the offense is I think that, that's score. fair. Yeah, it's that would not be a great game though. I would I would not enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, is all of these just a Georgia TCU redo? It feels like it, which it sucks. Does. All right, college think, football's over. Yeah, the I mean, the only teams that really can compete, like, unfortunately, the only teams that can compete with Georgia is probably Alabama and LSU. Do, do you know what this year feels like? This is a great year to be ranked, like, seventh. And go to a really good bowl game and dominate and have everybody say, Oh, they should if they would have got in. Yeah. But you don't want to play Georgia. Like you no. want to be a team that should have got in and not. Like I hope the Badgers win nine games, lose conference, win the conference championship, and like somehow miss the college football place and make, ooh, 
Yeah. Didn't want to play us. That. You yeah, didn't exactly. want to play us. I mean, this is what it's going to be the Michigan and Ohio State when they don't make it in, and you're going to be like, yep, like those are the teams that should have gotten in. And you go, whew. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to say USC, but I guess I'm not not saying USC. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming along with us, everybody. We know yeah. this was a little Wild different. Wild we'll ride. catch you next week. But tonight we've been talking football.